Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. Wonderful. Well, uh, good morning from me and a very Merry Christmas. My name is David, I'm the vicar here, and it is a joy, such a joy, to be able to gather with all of you at home and those of you here in church to celebrate Christmas together. Um, Perhaps uh, the children more than anyone, but some of us adults as well are very excited because the countdown to Christmas is over. It's Christmas Day. Uh, And we are here, as we've been singing and been reminded in our prayers, to celebrate the birth of Jesus. This is why we celebrate today. And we're going to do a very short Christmas countdown as we remind ourselves of what is in the reading that we've just heard brilliantly read in Matthew chapter 2. So it's going to involve a little bit of interaction, so uh, don't fall asleep just yet, please. So first of all, I have a question for you. Uh, We're going to count down from three to one, and I want you to think and tell me What are there three of in the reading that we just heard? See, the problem is I can't actually hear anything you're saying. (laughs) Gifts! Gifts! Well done. There are three gifts. There we are. Three gifts. Yes. And we're going to come to that in a minute. And we all love to receive gifts, don't we? Has anyone either given or received a gift yet this morning? Oh, you're all very restrained. There are so many things to love about Christmas. Um, We love giving gifts. We love receiving gifts. I think my favourite is actually the lights. Uh, I came in here this morning and um, Natalie and family had wonderfully lit all the candles and the lights are on, the Christmas tree lights. I'm sure your homes are decorated with lights. And they're not just decorative. Lights at Christmas are symbolic. They point to something. They point to someone. And so as we think about this reading in Matthew 2, what we see is that the Magi, the wise men, have been traveling for months. They traveled hundreds of miles and they were following a star towards Jerusalem. But this wasn't just a star in the sky. This was a star that was pointing to the light of the world, the morning star, as it says in the Bible. Now, we sing uh, often at Christmas the carol. We're not singing it today, I don't think. We three kings of Orient are. But actually, the Bible doesn't tell us that there were three magi. It doesn't even say they were kings. But it does say, as Daniel rightly pointed out, that the gifts were gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And we're going to come on to look at these gifts a little bit more in a minute. But the Magi brought these gifts to the one whom they had come to worship. The one that they were calling the King of the Jews. So our countdown begins with three gifts. Then we come to the number two. Now what might there be two of in the story that we've just read together? Muted silence. I can't really hear what you're saying anyway, so you could just say anything. Yes, that's right. There were two kings. Brilliant. Two kings. Herod was the first one. 
Now, Herod had been ruling over Judea for 40 years before Jesus was born. And he oversaw this area that is now Israel and Palestine. And Herod was a nasty piece of work. He was an evil king. Instead of using his power to serve people, he used people to protect his own power. And Herod represents much of the evil that we see in the world today. Greed and pride and anger. And he called himself King of the Jews. And so he didn't take very well to anyone else using this title. And we then have another king. And this other king was the one that the Magi had come looking for. The one called the King of the Jews. Jesus. The one called the King of Kings in the book of Revelation. And this king was the total opposite of Herod. This king didn't come into the world wanting to oppress people. He came into the world humbly and lovingly to save people. And this king demonstrated his kingdom with signs and wonders. He healed people. He calmed the sea. He spoke in parables. This was no ordinary king, and this was no ordinary kingdom. This king was given a crown of thorns instead of a crown of gold. And so if Herod embodies evil, then Jesus embodies all that is good. And we see this tension between the two in this account in Scripture. And we see this tension between good and evil in the world around us as we look around us now. So we've got three gifts two kings, and it all points towards one saviour. One saviour. I was fascinated to read yesterday a newspaper article. Some of you may have read this. And um, in this article, the journalist was pointing out that over the last two years, our movements and our choices have been restricted. And as a result of this, we have been restricted. And we've seen this growing desire for people to want to have their right, as they see it, to go shopping or go to the cinema or go to the theatre or go and watch a football game or what they see as their right to go abroad on holiday. But the journalist who's writing this article, who isn't even a Christian, was saying there has to be more to life than this than shopping and the cinema and football and holidays. And he pleads with his readers, consider again the story of Christmas. Consider again the story of Christmas. And he writes where something remarkable happened. This is a non-Christian writing this. Something completely unlike anything else. And C.S. Lewis put it like this. The birth of Jesus is the central event in the history of the earth, the very thing the whole story has been about. Because you see, science can help us, but it cannot save us. Politics can guide us, but certainly cannot save us. And wealth and consumerism and comfort will only ever distract us 
these things will not save us. To be saved, and we, we see around our country this growing need that we need to be saved, we've got to look to the saviour of the world. And the king that the Magi came to worship, Jesus, came with a message, the gospel, the good news of Jesus. That Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is the one the whole of the Old Testament points towards. He is the long-awaited Messiah and the Savior of the world. And at the heart of our celebrations today, this Christmas, is the joy that Jesus has come to this earth in human form. As God, Jesus is God. We celebrate the wonder and the awe that God has come to be with us in Christ. God has come to save us through Christ. And these gifts that the wise men brought to Jesus show us who he is. The gold symbolizes his kingship. He is the king of kings. He is sovereign over this earth and all of our lives and everything in this world. Frankincense symbolizes Jesus as high priest. He is the one who stands between God and us to reconcile us to our Father. And the myrrh points to Christ's sacrifice for us. The good news is that God so loves this world, he sent Jesus to come to be with us, to save us, to die on the cross for us to take our sins, past, present, and future. He died so that we can live, so that we don't have to face an eternal death, but through Christ's death and resurrection, we can face an eternity, an eternal life and hope with Christ as we put our trust in him. Jesus is God's gift for you this Christmas. And for the whole world. It's a gift that we struggle to express in words because it is too wonderful. And just like any gift, you and I have the choice to either receive it or not. To receive Jesus this Christmas or not. So consider again the Christmas story. As Natalie invited us, come and explore the good news through Alpha on the 19th of January. Sign up online, take a flyer, take one of the postcards, invite friends, family, neighbours. To trust Jesus is to truly find life in all its fullness. A life of meaning and significance and purpose and hope. So let's turn to our Saviour now. Let's thank Him and let's pray together. Father, today we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Thank you that you so love this world. You sent Jesus to come and be with us. 
Thank you, Lord, that you came to this earth to save us, to take our place on the cross and to give us eternal life as we trust in you. And Lord, we turn to you today. We put our trust in you today. And we ask that you be the king of our lives. The king of this church, the king of Reading, the king of this country and this world. Thank you for the good news of you, Jesus, that you bring great joy for all people. And so fill us with your joy today as we worship you, as we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. Amen.